But Mitzia Daf Dalad. We are starting from the bottom line here of Daf Gimel Amad Beis, and we are in the middle of understanding where Rebchia's halacha comes from. Rebchia's halacha is that just when a person is modem and makes a satani yishava, so too when a person initially denies. <coughs> initially denies the claim, but then Adam say that he's chayv on half of it. So that also will trigger that he has to swear on the other half. Initially, we tried to say his, his proof was um, from whether it makes us a tani yishava. A person has to swear from his own admissions and certainly from witnesses because witnesses are stronger than a person's own admission. But we prove that that's not true because in a certain regard, a person's admission is stronger than witnesses. A person's own admission can never be refuted, whereas uh, Adam could be refuted. So we need a new basis for Abchiyaz Kavach Omer. So the Gemara teaches, Badam Adav Kimel Amit Beis. Mar says, Ela atyam eid achad. We'll learn from the halacha of an eid achad. My eid achad, an eid achad was only a one. Cannot obligate people to make money, but they could obligate people to take an oath. If an eid achad says against a person, so then the defendant has to make a shvua. So Edim, Shemachayim, Nozom, Mamun, Edim, which are stronger than Edachah, they can be Mechayim, Mamun, money, and additional Shemachayim, Shavuah, certainly they should make a person liable for an oath to substantiate the part of the claim he denies. Says the Gemara, that's not, it's an apple and orange comparison. In the case of Edachah, when you deny, it is what you're denying that the Ed is saying against you, that's what you have to swear. In the case of Edachah, it's not about what the part that Adam said. Adam said he's high 50. The other part is not being addressed by the Adam. And you're saying he has to swear on that? It's not really a fair comparison. In the case of Eidachad, what the Eidachad is saying <coughs> is saying is true. You're saying it's not true. And you have to swear because of the fact that you're up against the eight. But here, you're not up against what the Adam are saying. The Adam are saying go 50. It's the other 50 that's in doubt. And we don't have a proof that you'd have to swear. Salamar, Papa, Asmi, We learn from the halacha of Gilgal Shvuah. Gilgal Shvuah is once you're swearing about one thing, so then you have to swear about, <coughs> about other things as well. <coughs> so, halacha, let's say, for example, is that a person doesn't necessarily swear about uh, karka. But the halacha is that if you're swearing, if there's a claim there together, about what, things that are not karka and karka as well. So once you swing about one thing, you swear about the karka as well. So just if an eidachad, which cannot obligate money, can create through Gilgal Shvua, so so and, and the second thing is not going up against against the against the eidachad. It's just once he's swearing about one thing that he has an eidachad, he has to swear about something else as well. So just to understand a little bit better, in that case, it's another case of Gilgal Shvua would be a scenario where one thing is an eidachad is up against an eidachad and the other thing is not. So once the, the, you have to swear about the thing that's up against the eidachad, you have to swear about the other thing, other thing as well. So too here, once the eidim are saying you're chayv on the fifty, you should be chayv. You have to swear on the other fifty as well. Says the gavar, There the idea is that once you're swearing about one thing, so it draws in another oath as well. That's the idea. How can you say that about two witnesses? They're being him to pay money and not make to make an oath. In other words, you, that's that's specifically the efficacy of Yul Shvuah. Once you're about one thing, the Eidach was Machayv and you have to swear about the other thing as well. Here, what the Edom are saying is that you have to pay money on the 50 you're not swearing on that. So then the question is just, should I swear on the other half? Maybe maybe, maybe I don't have to. Maybe there's no such halacha. So we're backstock. We can't learn from Eidach that a person uh, has to swear in the case where Edom say he owes half. So now we try to go back to that. Let's show that when a person admits himself that the portion where there's most of that that he does have to swear. Um, so you see, and that's about the part that which he did not admit. So so you see that that, that now we can bring that into the fold. So maybe so too with Adim 
um, and who who make you say, who who deny who are saying that you will have it, they make you swear on the other half. As we said, we can't bring in Piv yesterday because Piv is not something which can be contradicted by witnesses. So that's stronger than Adam. But on that, proves differently. could be refuted, and nonetheless, it still is In the case of Adam, you're swearing about what he said. In this case, you're swearing about what he denied. So on that I bring back the mouth. The argument just repeats itself. The bottom line is that we have two cases of Shua, that they're really different than one another. But what's the common denominator? The idea is that it's a result of the fact that there is a claim and a denial, and the claim is supported, either supported by the Eidachot or supported from the fact that the Baldavar himself admitted to have. So too, in a case where you totally denied it, but that Adam say you owe fifty, so we see even on the second fifty a support from in the claims. That's the bottom line. The bottom line, the common the common characteristic is that you should swear because whenever in the Torah and whenever in the discussion between the plaintiff and the defendant, there is a certain given nature so that's supporting the the claim of the of the plaintiff. <laughs> that's when the defendant has to swear. So you have that by Nadav, the other one makes that, and the Gemara is arguing you should have that by Adam as well. I, you're going to ask in both the case of Adachad and in case of Mixas, on the other part, he hasn't been established to be a, a, a liar. Here, in the case of two witnesses, he's established to be a liar. So if he's established to be a liar, maybe there's no point in making him shua on the rest. Here, a two Adam said that he lied about the first 50, says the Gemara, but actually, that's not really true. But Adam Mosul is it true that when Adam say, um, when when Adam say that he owes fifty, then now we look at the guys being a, be, being a thief. Someone who denies a loan obligation, Adam say he really does owe the money. He's still a kasher edus, meaning he's not a rasha. But because of puzzle edus, it's only when someone denies having a, a deposit by him when it's still by him, and Adam say he has it. Then that's when he's that's when he's a thief. What's the pshat? Because you're not an outright thief. You're just buying yourself time. So since you're not an outright thief, you're just buying yourself time. You're not established to be a wicked person with your false claim. So therefore, our point that we're making that your Hoxar Kafan is not true. says the Gemara, Parachach, we'd rather you ask this. Both the Tzad Shaveh, they're not subject to the law of Hazama. One aid cannot become Hazama. Only Allah of Kash is only when two aids say something, something, and they're found to be lying. And uh, and Piv also cannot become Hazam. So, Tomar Hazama. So, Adam are weaker than both Eid Achad and Hodaz Piv because Hodaz Piv and and Eid Echad cannot become Huzam, whereas two Edim could become Huzam. So the Gemara says that actually doesn't bother us. Although Kasher of Chiyotar says, Amal doesn't see any any problem from the law of Azama. That has nothing to do with the Halacha about generating oath. So therefore, for generating oath, bottom line is, we're very happy to walk away with the conclusion that if Eid Echad and Muslim makes us a tiny Yishava, so then so too Edim. And the point of my Torah says, Amal is because think about it. Like, why is an Eid Echad not become Huzam? Just because his Edim isn't strong enough to begin with. It's like not a doesn't represent a strength in his aidus. If anything, it represents a weakness. Okay, so we come to the conclusion that Rabbi Chia was saying that, that, that you swear we know his basis, Sada Shava, between Eid Achad and Modavim Mixasatayna. But what was the proof that he brought? He brought the proof in the case of two people holding a talisman. Each one is denying it, but it's like we have Edim that at least half of it is the other guys, and yet still we swear. And then that's why we're swearing. So Mar says, Midam is not a good comparison to our case. Awesome. There, in the case of Rebchia, the lender has witnesses who support his part of the claim. The borrower has no witnesses to support him that there's no further claim. The Avasadi Lulova, if he would have witnesses, that he doesn't have anything further, then of course, Rebchia wouldn't say he has to swear. So, 
over there, there's no witnesses supporting the other part. But Hacha, if you're right, that it's like there are witnesses that each of them have half. The same way we have witnesses that this guy owns half the cloak, we have witnesses that the other guy owns half the cloak. And still we have to swear. So that proves that the Shua in our mission is like you're a Rabbi Zalacha of Mudim and Mixas. And or Adam saying goes half rather stam a new takanim like we said on Daf Gimel to discourage people from grabbing other people's cloaks and claiming it belongs to them. So the Gemara says you're right. We have to completely change what which statement of we want and what we wanted from our case. We was going on something else that Rabbi said. Let's say the plaintiff says to defend you owe me The other guy the defense says I owe only fifty. But here he doesn't just he doesn't say. He doesn't just say that. He adds one word, behelach, and here it is yours. Meaning he starts paying him right away. <coughs> His point is he hasn't spent the 50 zoos that are lent him. It's, it's, he's just saying, wherever they are, they're in, your, they're in your possession. So then, what's the law? Chayav, he does. have to swear uh, for modem excess. Meaning, it's still considered a case of partial liability. There's no difference if he says, yes, I admit I owe you 50, or if he says, I admit I owe you 50, and here they are. My time, Helech is also modem excess See, the other side of the coin, the way, other way to look at it is that if you're saying Helech, so then you're basically saying the whole discussion is only on the second 50. It's not a taina of 100, and I admit to part, and part of it I deny. The whole thing is just isolated on the second 50, because the first 50, I'm readily agreeing that wherever they are, they belong to you. If it's just saying, I will pay you in the future. So then you could say, no, he tied in 100 and he admitted to 50. But where he tied in 100, he said, here's 50, here they are. So really, it's just a separate discussion on the second 50, and it's really kofar akol. That's not a motive of mixas. So Rebchia comes to say, not like that. Even if you say the halach, you say they're here, it's still considered that there was a claim against 100, and, uh, and he admitted the part of it, and therefore he still, and he, there is a mode that makes us on the other part. But Tarotuna, that we can see from from Mishnah. Shnai Malos Metalis, the Shnai Malos Metalis. We say that each have to swear. Achin even Tavis and Asdai the Tavis the Ahelahu. In our case, in, in this case, where each each person is holding the cloak, it's as if we're witnesses that what that what he holds is already his, and as if the other person already said Ahelah, because it's undeniable that the other guy is half. Kutani Yishava. Yet the Mishnah is still saying that you swear again. It seems to be we're going back to our previous understanding that the oath in the Mishnah is mode that makes us. Because you're obligated since other, it's basically witnesses supporting half the claim. And but it's also a case of halach. It's also a case of. It's also a case of halach, and therefore, since it's a case of halach, we see halach still has to swear. Now, there's an obvious problem with the Gemara. Just to speak out the problem is that ultimately we still think the shvua. Though we're going back to our problem, going back to our mistake, we're still thinking that the shvua is since Edomar is saying half. The problem is Edomar also saying. That the other half is yours, so we actually should go back to that problem. What do we gain by making halak? So that's a big problem that we showed him to we showed him to describe. Bottom to focus back on our point. We have a question. We know Mother Mixasani Yeshava swears. What about when the defendant doesn't just admit to half, but he says halak? He says, and here it is. So that shit. So we're saying that you still swear Mother Mixasatina, whereas there is actually a descending view. Sheshes Amar Halak Pater. Sheshes says Halak is Pater. My time. I keep it on my Halak. Once he said, here it is yours. How does he command him to go back? Command him to call the Mava dummy. This is if the Mava is already holding them in his hand. They're not considered part of the claim. Beinah Chamisha Malomidi and the other fifty. He's not admitting Halak. Halak Lekamoda Adav Mixasatina. There's no admitting to part. Part of it. No, it's just isolating that the whole discussion, Kilu, is only on the second 50, as if there really is no discussion about 100. Ah, according to him, Kasha Masisim, what's, what's the support that we brought from our Mishnah from the case of Talas? No, it's not a Kasha. The Mishnah is that Takanus Chacham has got nothing to do with the Taina Modim and Taina. It's just a Dindra Abadan to swear so that people don't go grab Talas. V'idach, how does Rabkhiya reply? Rabkhiya did bring a proof. He says, I agree with you, it's a Kanus Chacham. 
It's not a real modem But still, if you tell me the is imposes that's like the shua that's from the Torah. But if you tell me. Like in our case, they would make a shvua which has no counterpart in Torah law. So therefore, the fact that we are making shows that there exists such a concept of Halech making a shvua on a Torah law. And again, the big lum this year is that is it still really a discussion about 100 if the way the defendant responds is not only I admit I owe you 50, but in here it is. So that really should emerge. It wasn't part of the discussion at all. Let's say you have a Starkov. Starkov, it says, Ruven Lent Shimon, Slum of Dinner. Slum are a certain amount, and Dinar. But it doesn't specify what amount. Mava or Machamish Mava says it was five Slum or Dinner, and that's the amount that the, 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 the note is referring to. The Lovar Machalosh, the Bauer says, no, only three Slum or Dinner were met. Therefore, he has to swear that he doesn't owe the rest. He has to swear on the remaining two. He had missed the three and denies two. So he has to swear that the remaining two, <coughs> he does not owe. No, he's like a Meshav Aveda. He's like a returner of lost property, and therefore he's Potter. What does that mean, he's a returner of lost property? In other words, it's Nicker that he's telling the truth. Why is it Nicker that he's telling the truth? Because really, the fact that it says Slaim, and it doesn't say a specific number, supports the fact that it's really only two. Because that's the postus, right? If it was more... Then, then two, it would have specified the number. And the fact that it didn't specify the number, that really implies that it's really only two. So the fact that you willingly admitted it was three, then you're just a good guy and you don't have to swear more because you admitted uh, to the three. So Katani Mias, what is it? It sounds like it's only because he said three slum, hashtayim potter. If you had said two, it would have been potter from taking the oath. Now what's, in other words, the reason why, that we're trying to make an example, what's the shot? That uh, the three, the Tanakhama is saying you swear it's mashma. If it would be two, you'd be potter. What's the pshat? The pshat is why you'd be potter. I start come out to be helichu. It's because it's really a case of helich. Because when you have a a a, a loan that's that's recorded in a note, so there's a lien on the land, right? If you default, you can collect from the land even if it's been sold. So it's basically a situation of helich. It's always considered that the lender is in possession of the property as the lien. So the lien itself certainly exists on the minimum amount which is proven from the from the language, which is at least two. So two is Hela. Two is already in his hands. So if he would say, you owe me five, and he says, no, it's only two, that's an example of Hela could be Potter. It's only when he says three, which is beyond what is clearly explicit in the note. That's where it's not Hela, that's where you would swear. So we see, Shemami no Hela Potter. So Mar says, low, it's not a right. Even if it would be two, we would still have to swear. The reason that the price spoke about three, just to exclude from Rikiva's view that if he admit from three, it's like he's Meshav Aveda and he's Potter. Therefore, Tyrus tells us, Shemim Malazar said, no. When you admit to three Islam, it's judged like Mother Mixa Sataina, and you swear. It's just coming to, to set up that three, there's a case of dispute. But really, the same thing would be true in a case of two. Says the Gemara Yihaki, if it's true, Shemim Malazar holds the virus is where even if he only admits to two, so it should have said, should have said even, the, even here the bar has to swear. The way that he worded it is mashma, only because it's three days he swear. If it's two, he'd be exempt. So our proof comes back. So the Mara says, really, really, if, if he would swear about, if he would say it'd be two, you're right. 
the language would imply he's part from swearing. But Halach Chayev, generally Halach is Chayev. So why it would be? Why would it be that if he admitted to, he'd be potter? The reason he'd be potter is because the note really supports the borrower. In what way does it support it? Because if there's no evidence to the contrary and you just use a non-specific term of slum, it's as if it for sure means to slum and no more. So therefore, we basically see it's true. It's like, it's, a, it, it, it's not just, oh, is it true that it's more or not? They're arguing it out. No, we really see from the star itself and the language of the star that it's only, that it's only two. So if it'd be two, he'd be potter. Inami, or a different reason, if that wife would be two, that he wouldn't have to swear, and even though not only do with since there's a note, it's representing the lien. You won't swear about anything to do with karka, because you don't swear a karka. So since we're swearing here about the lien, you wouldn't have to. So when it's three, so there's no lien on three, because you can't see it from the words of the star, so then you could swear. But if it's two, so it's about something that has a lien, then you wouldn't swear, because you don't swear on karka. All right, now, the Gemara brings a different approach from the same prize about proving even most of safer, there are those who ask from the safer. Rabbi Akiva's opinion. Rabbi Akiva said, when the guy says, I admit three, <coughs> I, deny, I deny the remaining two, he's potter. Why? Because he's potter. The only reason he's potter is because he's potter. But if you admit to two, we could imply, it would sound like he would be high to swear. Since the shah is admitting, it's like because there's a lean. So so we say, if it's true that it's implied that you would swear if it's two, we see that Halech is Chayef to Shuvah of Mother Bimek says. Says the Gemara, Lolo, Lolo, Mechal Shtayim, and Pater. Really, if you admit to two, you'd also be Pater. Because Rav Shesha said, Halech is Pater. For Ali Tani Shalosh, is that we speak about three rather than two. Lafuk and Rav Shimon of Lazar. Just to exclude from the view of Rav Shimon of Lazar, it's not a Havel Chayef. He said that if you, even in a case where you admit to three, it's still Mother Bimek says you have to swear. Kamash Malisham Aveda, Pater. Still, Rabbi Kiva wants to tell us, no, it's a Mesham Aveda and you're Pater. But, but that the case really would be that if it would be two also, you'd be potter because it is Halech. Says the Ma'achanam and Mustafa, it's Mustafa like that as well. You really think that two slum you'd be high of? How could then you potter if you admit three? Maybe the guy is just making a scheme. What's your whole point? That he's, he's, he's nicker that he's telling the, the truth by, by admitting to three? No, maybe he's just a step ahead of us. Savar, he thinks, if I admit to two, I'm going to have to swear. It's better for me to say three. Everyone will think, oh, I'm so honest, and then I'll be potter. It must be he's potter as well by Shtaim. And the reason is because it's Eilach. And then, then, we, then we have no, no reason to scheme. He has no reason to admit from three. And that's why when he admits to three, it seems like he's a major Aveda, and that's why he'd be potter according to Rabbi Akiva. So the Mara says, We see a Kasher of Chia says, Here we clearly see if he admit to two, he would be potter. It must be because Halech is potter. says, Mara, no. The reason why really would be, be potter on two is not because of Halech, but for different reasons. Shiny awesome. From Zaylech Shtar, it's different because the language itself is that it's only two. It's as if it's saying only two. Because what we mentioned, that when it's about two, then it's about the lean. And when it's about the lean, it's about land. When it's about land, you don't swear. Remember, you don't make a shvua on anything that has to do with land. So let's say the plaintiff said that the defendant owes him kalim, movable things, and land. He, could defend, he, he claims two things. The defendant admits that he owes the kalim, but he denies that he owes the land. He admits that he owes the land, but he denies the utensils. Pottery, pottery from his ring. Because the doesn't apply if either the admission or the denial has anything to do with land. Hold the mixes are called potter. Or similarly, if he admitted to owe part of the land but denies owing the rest of the land, he's potter. Makes us Kalim Chayev. But if he admits that, he, that, that, that to owe part of the utensils and denies the rest, he's Chayev. Because there, it's irrelevant that there's also a Taina of Karka. The point is, he's Modim and Mixas on the Kalim themselves. So, time into Kalim Karka. Oh, the reason the mission exempts in the first two cases is because there were utensils and land. Karka The whole point is that Karka is not a Shua. Kalim and Kalim, the Kalim Karka is Chayev. But if it would be a, a case of 
claims of utensils, and it would be utensils that are that that. that you would always have to swear, even if the kalim are like land. What do we mean, kalim that are like land? Even in the case of halach. Remember, land is always halach. Why is land always halach? Because it doesn't go anywhere. So it's always right there. So therefore, the lender, it's a kilo, it's in his hand. And, and, and we're saying we're exempting the land just because you don't swear on karka. So it sounds like utensils that are like land, which is a case of halach. The law would still be that you swear. So Mar says, In case of Kalim and Kalim, which is like land, you'd be potter. Because of Halach, you're potter. We spoke about land. We just want to bring out the novelty that once your Modim makes us on the Kalim, you could swear on the land as well. Meaning, this is the Allah of Gilgal Shua that we referenced on the Ahmed Aleph. That if there are two claims and one of them you have to swear on, even if the other one generally you wouldn't swear on individually, but once you're swearing on one, you swear on the other. So we want to bring out the point that once you're swearing, once you're swearing on the Kalim, so you swear on the Karka. Uh, you see, swear on the karka as well. That is the chiddush that we're trying to bring out. My kamashal and zokin. What are we trying to tell us that the din of that we we roll over shuatanina isn't that a previous mission? That the din is movable property. Can if once you're swearing on them, you swear on karka as well. So the one says you're right. The mission shuas is the primary place. It was just mentioned there. Uh, mentioned there incidentally. Okay. So therefore, the conclusion here that we have is that we have a machlokas. If Halach is high or Halach Potter, of course, the halacha is that Ein in al hakarkos. But uh, the Gemara is saying, what would be by Kalim and Kalim that are like Karka? That's the Machlokas, whether or not you swear, and that's the Machlokas that we have in front of us, in front, in front of us is Halach Ayv or Halach Potter. Again, what's the Lumdas? On the one hand, it's still Mother Mixas. On the other hand, you could say that since it's, he's admitting right away that this is yours wherever it is, so we could say that, that now we realize the discussion really isn't about 100. The discussion really is only about uh, the second 50. And in regard to that, it's Kofar and maybe there would be no Shulah.